Go ahead, run your mouth. But I did that chopper line, I see your point. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. We at the chair around. On the floor. To the beat, yeah, they playing your song. Breaking all night. Up the road. Can we get live stage? We at the chair around. On the floor. To the beat, yeah, they playing your song. Breaking all night. Matt, tell me. Seeing Aaron Rodgers get demolished repeatedly and just smashed and thrown to the floor like a rag doll didn't kind of make your Sunday that much better. I know we won. That was big. But tell me it didn't feel a little bit better seeing Aaron Rodgers get beat down. Oh, yeah. Get our uh, our franchise changing number 93 coming in there, swatting them to the ground. That's some good stuff. Franchise changing number 93. <laughs> <laughs> had to get some, had to get those old McCoy fans stirred up a little bit tonight. But hey, best number ninety three to wear the uniform in the last ten years. You already know how I feel about that, but <laughs> that's let's, let's not go. That's a, that. it's such a trick <laughs> question. Um, okay, I'm going to start with my most impressive performances of the game, and then we'll kind of move on to offense, defense side of the ball, and then we'll get to you know, obviously bad. Any bad we saw, and then we'll move on to next week. I think my star of the game, um, I, I want to give it to, to two people. I want to give that front seven one of them, and I know that's not picking one person, and if I had, if you really pushed me on it, I'd give it to Levante because I think Levante played a hell of a game, like just continuing being an all-pro because that guy's a superstar. And then my offensive side would be Ronald Jones because – he doesn't catch the ball very well, and we all know it. And everyone essentially knows when he's on the field, he's running or blocking, but most mostly he's running the ball because he's not really a blocker. And he's broke off 300-yard you know, games in a row, and he's the only dude in the league to have done it. So for me, I just feel like Rojo was a huge part of that game plan, and he delivered. And you know, whenever Fournette comes back, that's only going to make us better. But I feel like that room has actually gotten pretty strong pretty quick yeah if you want to go kind of uh, um yeah people would like to i'll give the two guys that come to mind on the defensive side of the ball look a, a lot was good on offense brady you got to kind of give it to the offensive line just in general no penalties i mean what a freaking difference from uh you know a little over a week makes on our thursday night game and and i i just can't I, I'm sure people have put it out on Twitter stuff, but you can't tell me you remember a game that we haven't had any penalties. But two guys that kind of, to me, the Jamal, Jamel Dean play turns the game around with that pick six. Huge play. That just shifts a whole freaking momentum. And then I just, <laughs> you know, got to piggyback it on how you started. I think Sue <laughs> just made it to where Aaron Rodgers just – he honestly started seeing a little bit of ghost as, as people like to say, he, he did not feel comfortable in that damn pocket after he get his ass. But, and look, that's, that's about any damn quarterback in the league. You start getting thrown around by 300 pound men. Uh, you're just not going to feel comfortable in general. So I'm not saying he's the only one, but it is hard to get a Rogers or Brady and those guys flustered. And, and I think we did that, and I think a big reason was Sue knocking his ass around a little bit. So, but hey, shout out to everyone. That 
that's about as dominant. That's as uh, dominant as you get in the performance. Yeah. yeah, that we've seen, and I mean, I, I literally, I think we got to go back to Super Bowl days. I just when you beat a a Packers team, and the one thing I will say, I don't think they're a great team when they get out and do some things. Rogers, awesome. I don't know that they're physical enough to be a Super Bowl winning team. And that's, I yeah. feel like that's kind of what we're showing is we can play different ways, but we're physical enough to go against those 49ers and just a bunch of different teams. I, I don't think they were re- ready physically. And that's, you know, going into playoffs, it doesn't mean a lot, you know, during the season. Like, I'll give you an example. Last year, I kind of said that about the Saints. I didn't think they were physical, and look, they go first round, they play, lose True. to the, the Vikings, you know, they get pushed around a little bit, and anyway, just, I mean, shit, what can you say, what a I mean, what a freaking game, and uh, being able to kick back and relax, and you got both QBs out in the fourth quarter, I mean, man, we don't we don't get many of those, so if, if you're not enjoying it, then uh, something's wrong with you. Yeah, I, uh, we can bow tie it by saying... Honestly, that's probably one of the best performances, if not the best, in the last almost 20 years, literally. Since we won a Super Bowl, I can't think of a performance that was like that. I mean, we gave up, what was it? I I think it was 140 yards in the first two drives. And then the whole rest of the game, we gave up 67 yards total. And, I mean, he got sacked, was it five times, two picks? I mean... You can't script it better than that. I mean, that was just unbelievable to watch. That was so much fun as a Bucks fan. I'll tell you what, the first five minutes, I don't care what anybody says, I was seeing Twitter, and I know you were too. Everybody was quick. Oh, oh well, same I'll, old I'll Bucks. That up. You let me know when I can go on a rant about that. Oh, um, people were so fucking quick to throw us under the bus. And I get it. We've not shown any consistency over the years. But there's something different about this team, and you can see that, it. If, okay. It's different. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'll, look, I, me and you have been Bucks fans as long. You know, granted, we're 34, and there, you know, Earth. we got there's a couple guys that got a couple years on us. But look, we, we've been here long enough. We've gone through the shit too. But stop with the damn first drive and first quarter shit where you're telling everyone we suck and it's the same. Old. Look, we got arguably for most people the greatest QB ever to play. Period. Yeah, he's 43, but he still looks damn good. Slanging he's it. Putting us, he's putting us in great positions. He's starting to get a hold of things, not turn the ball over. Just, I want us to be better as a damn fan base. And I've and I've kind of gone off on Twitter a couple of people. Just stop. If, if you want to complain that much to where on the first drive you want to go jump off a cliff, then just go find another damn team. Because I'm kind of sick of hearing it. Look, just ride with your team. I, I even saw people, like... We're going into Game Seven uh, with the Rays here, and like, oh, there ain't no way they're winning the Game Seven. Yep. Well, why are you saying that shit? We got Game Seven at the beginning of the year. We'd love to be in the American League Championship Series. Game Seven with Charlie Morton on the mound. Just everyone start relaxing, enjoy it. Be behind your team. Let's be better as a freaking fan base because we got some dumbasses out there. Uh, and I've called a couple people out there on Twitter, but I still want y'all to ride with us and let's just all be better. How about that? <laughs> yep. Uh, also, too, let's let's talk about Twitter for a minute. I feel like there's a lot of folks out here, and I'm going to try to say this in a nice way. I don't I don't mean this 
rude. I'm just objectively being kind of honest. There's some other podcasts and uh, Bucks reporting sites, or however you want to call it, opinion-based, uh, just like us, same type situations, that just go on these rants that are so fucking blatantly wrong that I think I hit my breaking point on Sunday as well. And so I started messaging every single time they would tweet, they would just say the dumbest shit like, you can't do that in cover two. I'm like, well, it's cover two man. So actually their responsibility is not that, but good job. Or when Godwin didn't catch a third down and Brady was mad, they were like, clearly Brady was off. The timing was bad. I'm like, or Godwin didn't flatten his route and didn't get enough depth, and that's why it looked bad. But yeah, we'll continue. And they started responding. And it's just funny to me how many people don't know a ton about football, and certainly there are people that know more than me and you, and I know that. We're not, this is not 100%. a pissing yeah. contest. But if you're going to go out here and you're going to report on the Bucks, you're going to talk about it just like us, don't talk out of your ass. Have an idea what's going on before you just start throwing shit out there. Because then it just adds to exactly what Matt's saying. We finally have a team. Our freaking team is 4-2. and two. We just came off a dominant performance beating an undefeated team. And there's still people out there. We don't have this. We didn't do this right. Brady didn't have enough passing yards. Blah, blah, blah. Like, it's I don't crazy. know that it'll ever be enough. And my point is, is just support the team oh, or sure. don't. Or don't. Yeah. That's the, it. the people that it's not enough for you, honestly, like, go like another team. And, and you can say what it is, but... It really gets – and look, at the end of the day, we can't talk about like there's – every fan base is going to have a bunch of jackasses. No doubt. Uh, that get on there. So we – you know. But like I hate that I'm even bringing this up, but people that are – the Winston, like, oh, we did him wrong and all oh, this shit. God. Just, like, guys, number one, get over it. Number oh. two, if you can't – if you just can't in general see that a Tom Brady is putting us in better positions, like, look, you can say, oh, we didn't have a run game, we didn't have this, but – there's so much more to what you guys see as far as putting us in the right run fits, switching audible, all this stuff. And look, just at the end of the day, get behind who's on the damn team and let's go and enjoy it. And, um, I mean, is there ever going to be a better time than being a Tampa sports fan? Maybe not. Maybe so, not. I mean, legit. I mean, exactly. I mean, we, Lightning, we got it going. I mean, I know we got the uh, Rays on the background losing 4-1 now, but I'm sure we're going to have everyone jumping off the bandwagon tonight. Rays ain't going to do I mean, just get behind your damn team. Until they lose and give us a reason and are kicked out, just let's ride with them and just be happy and come together as a sports fam and uh, and have fun with the shit, guys. All but right. anyway, let's, let's get move on. Okay, so bad performances. Actually, I do want to give shout-out to one person. We beat the hell out of Donovan Smith, and I feel like a lot of people do because he deserves it, quite frankly. I'll tell you what. I saw a guy in the run game make some pancakes. He, they pulled him on a couple plays, and he fucking buried safeties and linebackers. Hey, Donovan Smith, good game. That was some real shit out there I saw. And, I mean, there ain't been a lot of that this year, so when he does do it, kudos to him. I'll tell you what. I was going to say, you know, I'm a little – I'll call it a, if you want to go by individual, I'll give it to you. Good game. But we all know for Donovan Smith, it's not a game to game thing. Put You got to put some weeks together being consistent. So yep. as great as you want to say that, I'm with you on one. Uh, let, let me see it three more games in a row and I'll give you a better being the highest paid uh, guy on the line. Do it a couple more weeks in a row and I'm with you. But yeah, uh, singling out Sunday. Good job. I'll tell you what, and and a little bit of credit. Our interior line 
shit. I, really, you can't knock Werfs. You can't knock Kappa, Jensen, or Marpet. Really, the only guy that's felt like he was really just whiffing consistently and making dumb plays was Donovan Smith. And if anybody, I think we all thought Tristan Werfs would have been that guy at the start of the year, being a rookie, didn't have preseason, didn't really have a training camp. Like, shit, he's going to have to go against some really good players this year. And I'll tell you what. It looks like we got one in him, I'll tell you that. And Kappa, for being his second full year as a starter, that dude looks tough. Marpet is who we thought he was, and Jensen is just... I love that Jensen is the guy who's going to clean up a pile, who's going to knock someone on their ass right as the whistle's coming, probably a little late, but we need that. And I've been... I mean, that game was great. The Bears were at... We talked about this, too. The Bears were just a tough matchup for us, and that's why that happened. Because of who they had personnel wise, it, it's it's football. It just sometimes people just Khalil Mack. I don't care who matchup, you are. A short week. I don't care what anyone says. That shit matters. That Thursday short week. Body's still matters. sore. You, you get no freaking time to prepare. Ask anyone who's played the game. I mean, you literally listen to Ian Beckles and Mike Clayton on the radio saying, "Yeah, back when I played, my body didn't feel right till Saturday afternoon when I got to shoot up, um, you know, a little painkiller." You know what I mean? Like. Go ask these guys. So it's not us talking out of our ass. And also, I just I'll reiterate this too. Those people who they go oh, this and that, we still lost. But Godwin makes such a difference oh, yeah. in our offense. And you can say, yeah, he only had four. Like it's funny because pretty much that game, the first quarter and the fourth quarter, are like washes for our offense because. I think we only got on the field for like three plays or something in the first quarter. Whatever, we were barely on the field. Fourth quarter, we were already dominating. So it's like two quarters. But he's pretty much the Larry Fitzgerald of a Cardinals offense back in the day. He He's going to move the chains. He's going to – and to me, it's just those little catches that – I think it was one drive. He had three like first down catches. And it's those that we missed in that Bears game. But – I mean, man, what what else are we going to say now? Uh, Devin White was out there stomping boy people. Gruden going this week in Vegas. Man, I wish we could be going. I know a lot of fans were psyched yeah. to try to go out there, but we it talked is what about it is. that one too. That was one of the games you and I talked about going out to Vegas, seeing a little little football. Yeah, and they're they're not letting fans in that in there Bum. for now. So, uh, yeah, kind of sucks, but well, going to be good to see all Gruden. They've been playing some good football. Look, coming out beating the Chiefs and stuff. It's going to be a good game. Yeah. I'll tell you what. The one thing I'm a little worried about is, I don't care what anyone says, uh, Devin White, for as great as he's been, he's still not great in pass coverage. He's he's getting better. That was something he was deficient in. I'll tell you what I did see. When that dude rushes the passer, though, oh, man, he, he looked like he can really rush the passer. And, you know, you heard him in the press conference, and I know this your dude, so you'll appreciate it. He was like, you know, Todd Bowles unleashed me. And when he did that, you know, those guys didn't deserve to be on the field with us. And I was like, oh, my God, I love this dude. And uh, <laughs> I even saw Brady tweet out a photo of Devin White, like, right before the game. He was talking to the team, Devin White was. And, and Brady, you know, in his tweet just basically said, Devin White, keep doing you and keep talking that shit. <laughs> so Yeah, it's it's something I think we've lacked. And I, and I kind of even texted you the other day. I mean, what – Sue was brought as far as toughness and the McCoy fans can tell me what they want, but it's one thing when you say that and then go listen to Will Golson talk and say, 
I'm literally talking to Sue all the time, and he's telling me how to become a dominant lineman and what JPP brings oh, attitude-wise and Devin White. I mean, it's just – it's turned – we've needed those guys to come in, and, man, it's turned this defense into – when we get the when we get coverage from Dean Bunting and Davis, this defense looks looks legit. And when we, when we get a couple QB hits – it, it, it's tough to do anything on us. It really is. Um, so, all that to be said, that was a game for the books. We, you know, we had to talk about this one for probably longer than we normally would. But man, that was just that was too much fun to watch. I mean, it really, really was. Just that ass beating. Oh my god, that pick six. I think I damn near threw my beer across the room through the window. I mean, it was just, it was wild. But. Yeah, I tell you what, another big thing, kind of just touching on wrapping it up, Gronkowski, Tyler Johnson yep. coming through. I mean, now, you know, like we talked about, when everyone wanted to freak out, said, let us get Gronk healthy. Let us get Godwin back. So now you got Evan still hadn't been healthy, but at least he's getting healthier. Now you go Evans, Godwin, Scotty Miller, Tyler Johnson, Gronkowski, Cam Brate. Well, who do the hell you stop? Now yep. you're starting to see what we were talking about. And getting into a little rhythm, and I'm I'm excited to see these. You know, I, don't, I don't know how many people that have looked for in the schedule, but we go Sunday night, then Monday nights in New York to the Giants, and then we go Sunday night at home against the Saints. So these next three games, prime time, we got some time to show the world uh, what we're made of here. And and these three games, I I I got a feeling we're gonna click here. These next three games, I'm excited. It sure feels like we're starting to put it together a little bit. And, and Brady, too, just for all the people out there, those first couple of weeks that said he's putting low numbers and all this bullshit, you heard Troy Aikman in uh, in the broadcast say, you know, him, he realized in watching tape, Brady's being asked to stand differently in shotgun. If you watch, he used to stand completely parallel, feet to feet, you know, even. Now he's standing with his right foot back a little bit. And I don't care who you are. If you've done something a certain way for 20 years and you did it well, and then all of a sudden you switch it up, it's going to take a minute to not feel like yeah, you're Aikman, just doing it. Aikman's, you know. I, and, you know, you don't believe Aikman said, he's like, I think it's because the center has some inaccurate snaps. And I'm like, I, I just don't know if I buy that. Um, Brady told him it was to get a more athletic position. But yeah, just in general. And you even heard them say in the broadcast that he had talked to Aaron Rodgers and that's kind of what, what Rodgers went through last year going through the floor's new system and he kind of struggled and everyone said now and then the first four games of this year he looks great so he's doing everything expedited no off season doing it on the fly and like I said it is things are starting to look better Gronk's getting his legs and spreading these things around um uh, I think we're going to start uh, taking off. Let's see how we look in Las Vegas. The Raiders. I think that's the team kind of going to them. I still think they're a year or two away. Offensively, they got a tough line. They want to run the ball, which kind of eats into, you know, feeds into what we want to do. We want to stop the run. So that's going to be an interesting battle. They want to, you know, pound the ball with Jacobs great running back and now they got rugs and darren waller and a couple guys but i still think defensively I, for them we're going to be able to score some points on them i don't think they're there yet on the defensive end and we should be able to have a damn good day and then just 
you know, l- not let them uh, score too many points, you know, if they give up a touchdown or two. I'm a big fan of Jacobs, but I, I still think, you know, no running back right now is having big days against us. We, I mean, you know, and, and two, I really thought the loss of Vita would be catastrophic, to be totally honest with you. I really did, because Vita's been dominant, and we talked about this. And we don't know yet. That's we don't know yet, but about. I, yeah, I, I was going to say, with... it's one game, but yeah. kudos to those guys. They look like they stepped up and played well, and, you know... Shout out Jason Light for going out and immediately getting a nose tackle who's played in this defense, who's been a captain, a pro bowler, that's big, big body, clearly can fill the fill some of that that gap. But, you know, yeah. Hopefully the, the depth will be true enough that we can we can kind of weather that without Vita cuz that is a big blow. I don't care what anybody says, but those guys played well on Sunday. Um yeah, I think the the signing cuz Nacho's kind of the only guy we have to do the nose tackle. I mean, we brought up Ledbetter and O'Connor and those guys, and you can say, hey, we'll move over Golston. And, but as far as a pure nose tackle, Nacho's kind of the only guy we could put there. You could put Sue there at the same time. but uh, So bringing in um, McClendon, yeah, I think it's a good move. He'll pro- you know, probably play something around 30 40% or, you know, depending on how him and Nacho split it, maybe just 50-50, but – yeah, bringing him in, I think it's a good move. Pretty much, we we gave up a six, but they gave us a seventh. So really, it's just swapping a sixth and a seventh round draft pick. So no big deal. Like you said, great. Had, everyone kind of called him the leader, and you know, kind of should he be in the leader of the Jets right now? But <laughs> everyone said he's a great dude, and uh, he's going to bring a lot to the locker room. So good on him. And um, you know, it's funny you told me the little thing about him driving here on Sunday after he was in Miami. So that is actually the only way he could possibly have been cleared to play with the COVID. So he, by him getting here before midnight on Sunday, he may be available starting on Friday. Wow. So that, that was kind of an interesting thing. Um, like you told that. me, he, yeah, he literally drove here after they played um, in Miami, right? That's what you said? Yeah, he was in Miami. And so in doing that, he opened the window for him to maybe able to dress on Sunday. So, uh, hey, good on him. And it shows you his – kind of shows you what kind of duty is right there. But I'll tell you what, the Brady effect, man. People people be snapping in the line real quick. <laughs> hey, and also, you know what? We got uh, – we'll kind of keep you guys going. Uh, fingers crossed for Ryan to get down here. Obviously, he lives in Tennessee. But we did get us a couple tickets to Monday night against the Rams. So we'll kind of mm. – Tweet that out a little bit. We will be on the Heim side as far as the club section over there, so on the Heim side. And, um, hey, if y'all are out there, maybe we can meet up, say hey to anybody. But I kind of want some to trouble, out. you know Sounds what I mean? like the Bucks fans were doing a little work there Sunday. I heard a little bit of noise. And uh, just, look, everyone's going to be spread out as far as in the stadium and not sitting close. But, hey, make as much noise as you can. And I definitely – Think it, you got to think it brings a little extra juice to these guys. And what are we three and zero right now at home? Yeah. It ain't been like that in a while. So let's keep that shit rolling. I mean, the last time I think is when we had that playoff run with Gruden in like 07. Um, it's, I mean, it's really oh, been yeah. it's been a long time. Uh, but looking forward to the Raiders. Kind of like what you said. I I do look forward to our defense continuing to play well. I mean, we've done really well against the run. I do think. You know, I think Ruggs and Waller 
are going to be tough matchups. Obviously, Ruggs is just so fast, and that one's going to be interesting because I don't think our corners are exceptionally fast, so we're probably going to get caught playing more zone, um, which we'll see how it goes, but I'm hopeful. Uh, yeah, Waller, we need to get Waller's going to be He's, tough. You can get Carr rattled a little bit, so that's what I'm counting on. Kind of get up there, giving him a couple pops. and You know I really like as far as these elite tight ends? Just as big as Dean is, I feel like he can be – honestly, I want to see him go cover Waller. And that might be as damn well as that, – that might be as good as you can do covering these big tight ends because he's just so, you know, big for a corner. And I, I think he can kind of hang around. And you know Davis wants to take the challenge on on taking their number one away. So, yeah, yeah. be interested. I, Davis has been solid, man. Davis has been really solid. Oh, for sure, and even playing a little banged up this past week. So, hey, good on him. Yeah, I think uh, Dean, just you know, get Carr a little rattled. Is if they don't get Jacobs going, and we can get a little pressure, kind of same thing. You know, that's what we want to do every week: stop the run and then get after the passer. But yeah. if they don't get Jacobs going, I, I I think we can kind of easily win this game. Like I said, I on defense they got a couple dudes and Crosby and Cleon uh, Farrell that couple young guys that get after it abrams uh uh second year safety and that he, dude he, tell you what, if you go in the middle, he, he kind of keep your head on a swivel but as a whole i think we should be able to score some points out there so hopefully uh let's keep the boys in away from the slot machines when they go out there and <laughs> everyone gets some rest let's make this a business trip and we'll go out there and party next year so <laughs> you're uh yeah i'd like to be out there partying right now tell you what right. um so what's your final pick? What do you think? What do you think? Bucks win or Oakland? Or shit, Oakland. Las Vegas. <laughs> I got to go. I know, isn't that crazy? I got to go Bucks win. Sunday night football. Coming off a great win. Hey, we, I think they talked about it. We should have said it. We should have set the new standard for Bucks. how we play. Right. How y'all should be ready and come out as a team. Defense, offense, everything. The penalties, there should be no more 9 and 10 penalty games, all that shit. I hope we set a new standard. If we play anywhere close to that, we go in there and win and come back and uh, get ready for a Monday night game. Yeah, I'm with you. I think we win. I think we continue the streak of no turnovers, which is huge. And if, if we can stay you know, positive in the, in the turnover game, you win a lot of those games already. And if we can cut those, those penalties, man. If we can keep those the three or four manageable normal numbers, uh, I, I I agree with you, man. I, I think we we I won't say easy, but I definitely think we get that win. And I, I'll tell you what, going to five and two for us, man. Watch out, you might start seeing yeah, parades down the damn good. street in Tampa. Five and no two, shit, is no five joke. and two, and then going to see the Giants, which we better damn win. So. Oh my god. Hey, big game this week. Let's start stacking them. Stack the W's, baby. Good time to be a Tampa fan. Yep. Go Rays. We're down right now, but hey, go Rays. Come back. Even if we lose tonight, let's come back and get this World Series dub. That's right. Uh, well, until next week, y'all. Tampa fans, baby. Fire the camp!